Hello and welcome to the Yoga Coach Podcast, dedicated to educating, guiding, and inspiring individuals to cultivate optimal wellness, creating union of body, mind, and spirit through the practice of yoga for a sustainable, happy, and a healthy lifestyle. I'm Tamara Page, E-R-Y-T, at the 500-hour level. I look forward to sharing my 30 years of experience as a yoga practitioner as well as an instructor with you. In today's episode, I'm going to repeat the podcast that never published last week on spiritual surrender. I'm sorry, folks. I'm not sure what happened, but there's been some technical difficulties for the last two weeks. And I know I've received requests from some of you asking where the podcast is. And I don't know, it's out there somewhere. So I really was excited about talking about spiritual surrender. And so I'm, I'm just going to rebroadcast this and talk a little bit about the, you know, the act and the courage and conscious choices using free will. And this practice, a reminder of letting go of the ego or what we think we know with the understanding that divine solutions present as spiritual solutions, you know, in life and the lessons, life lessons that we're encouraged to learn are, are based on free will and making choices. So why in the world would we want to surrender the very concept seems counterintuitive to building, cultivating, and creating our best life, right? Well, there are circumstances that occur throughout life, inevitably and unexpectedly. Life throws curveballs, and sometimes small, others may be an existential crisis, but from time to time, p- present situations where there might be overwhelm, confusion, fear, trauma. It's just a life experience. No one is exempt from it. And sometimes, you know, when we hit these walls or things are happening that we just don't understand and we can't work through, surrender is a way of consciously letting go of that which we have no control over often described as a practice of letting go of thoughts or tendencies or ways in which we might view ourselves or how we might see others in the world. And along with that comes an awakening or realization that there's just no need to despair or to worry incessantly trying to force outcomes. So the lesson in this is to recognize the resistant ego that does not always like to surrender. That's the what wants to dominate, believing that it's always in control of other people, in control of places, in control of events, things. And in reality, there are a lot of things we just don't have control over. We really only have control over ourselves and how we respond to what's going on. And spiritual surrender calls for strength, calls for courage. Much harder to let go and to surrender than it is to try to control stipulations that we just ultimately have no control over. 
right? We're so accustomed to trying to control control. So letting go for some people is much harder than trying to manipulate, conjole, you know, congeal, manage, whatever it is that we try to do to take control of things. And yes, and I'm not saying not to control your life. Certainly we have to manage our lives and we have to exercise control and we have to make choices and have free will. But sometimes you can only do your best. And when you've done your very best, that's when it might be time to just let go of the rest and just relax into your life, knowing that you have done your very best. And, you know, in many cases, this letting go, it's, it's about surrendering. It's like, okay, I can't control everything, but I can certainly do my best and see what happens. And spiritual surrender unfolds when one is bold and brave enough to drop their worry at the feet of the Lord of the universe. And in this yogic tradition, this practice is outlined in the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali and referred to as Ishvara Pranadahana. means to dedicate, to devote, or surrender our individual ego identities consciousness, whatever it is, to the Supreme Creator, to whatever you want to call this. Maybe you want to call it love. Maybe you want to call it God. Whatever it means to you. And the finest example in through yoga, the practice of yoga, is the Bhagavad Gita. That is the text where Lord Krishna addresses Arjuna, the great warrior. And I'm not going to go into the Bhagavad Gita because it's just packed. And I would highly recommend that if you've never read it or studied it or done a discourse on it, that you might want to really look at the Bhagavad Gita. It's a fascinating epic. And it really unpacks and unfolds this idea of surrender. And my first personal experience of spiritual surrender was an encounter at a recovery 12-step for ACOA, that's Adult Children of Alcoholics. And they sit and they follow a set of guidelines designed as steps toward recovery, suggesting that after one admits that their lives have become unmanageable by trying to and actually believing that they control the lives of loved ones, uh, loved ones who might be making destructive choices. There's a tendency for people to do that, to try to control others and Technically, we really want to give others the dignity of making their own choices. And this principle invites one to recognize the only way that they can personally restore their sanity is to surrender, to let go, release the need to control a power greater than themselves, ultimately over to the care of God as they understand that expression. So the serenity prayer of God God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So what's wonderful about this is in these 12-step reprograms for recovery in this act of surrender, so many ask, well, what does that mean to surrender? Well, yoga and the Ishvara Prana Dahana uh, principle and the 
principle from the ACOA or sometimes other 12-step organizations really help to synchronize or bridge that um, process of how to let go is, you know, to just work through your body and work with your breath and know that you've done the absolute best that you can and surrender to that complete process. So that, um, that was my first encounter many, many, many years ago. And it was even um, before I had started practicing yoga that I had tried to adapt this principle but didn't really understand it. But then when I started practicing yoga and I was able to surrender in my shavasana and I was able to surrender to my breath and really just surrender to my intuition, I started to really comprehend and understand this process. So I would encourage you to you know, take a look at that as well. Um, many spiritual traditions and religions around the globe believe that we're here to exercise free will, and yes, we are, and to make choices. And you know, however, when called to surrender self-will, to become entirely open to the will of the divine, surrender is faith through practice and repetition, grace as one remains in the soul of recognition of who we truly are. And when asked about spiritual surrender, some might feel it's completely disempowering, where others recognize that it's the first step to understanding that ego control is really just an illusion. And some, having been born into a faith or a spiritual practice that pre-established identification of a higher power, defining beliefs regarding a higher power or, you know, forcing to curate their own brand of faith and spiritual practice, where others may find it more comfortable, like I said earlier, using terms such as universe, source, spirit, angels, guides, or maybe even the word love, whatever it means to you. Um, you don't have to, you know, call it God, but whatever that universal energy means to you that stirs your soul, that you feel is the benevolent force or the creator. So the semantics are not important, but what's important is the resonance to them. And once we've identified this higher power of our own understanding, the idea of surrendering that which is holding back or isn't working isn't about diminishing power or abilities like I've said earlier. It's really recognizing that you don't have to be atlas. You don't have to hold the world up on your shoulders and solve every individual or every world problem, every family problem. You just don't have to carry all that weight. And the tremendous strength and surrender that can be very, very liberating is to realize that you don't have to have all the answers all the time and and you can do your best and just let go of the rest. So, you know, sometimes our version of the answer isn't always the best solution anyway. And by allowing ourselves to surrender, it's shocking at how wonderful solutions do present from time to time when you just relax and do your best and let it all go. So if confronted with situations beyond our control, one can surrender or, you know, stay stuck 
spinning around the same cycle, choosing to hold on to that, you know, stuckness or often reflecting to our attachment to an ideal or a plan or a life and sometimes relationships that we're just trying to push and fit into a particular mold. And, you know, I let go of that a long time ago. I call that the square peg in the round hole syndrome, you know, just trying to force things to happen instead of doing your best and just recognizing that spiritual energy will work things out by, by just letting go and, you know, consciously choosing to surrender opens that portal for solutions taking on a shape of its own design rather than forcing. So how do we surrender? Well, it all begins with the repetition of practice. And we've talked about the yoga toolbox. So that includes our practice of asana, the poses, uh, pranayama, the breathing, learning how to surrender in your body, learning how to surrender with your breath. Uh, We've talked about meditation, learning how to find the space between the thoughts and how to clear out the clutter and all that monkey mind and all those things that try to really dominate um, our clarity of thinking. And then, of course, prayer. And uh, I like to include chanting mantras. I really find this to be such a, a wonderful way to surrender because it, much like meditation, it's just bringing yourself back to the same mantra and you just lose yourself in thought. So the art of surrender and releasing the ego and the strong will and the need to control the outcome of all situations, um, you know, is just a choice. It's a choice of free will. And becoming a person of excellence and doing your best. Release and surrender the rest. I invite you to experiment with this for 30 days. Just give it a try and see how it works for you. I'm Tamara Page, and as always, I thank you very much for joining me on this week's episode of Yoga Coach Podcasts. And if you find these podcasts to be useful or beneficial, please share. And you can also find my my little stints, my little yoga vignettes on YouTube under Yoga Coach Tamara. Sometimes they're 15, they're 20 to 30 minute little segments that you can do before you head out in the morning. But in closing again, I just thank you so much and and, and reminder that may life treat us all with kindness. May we all live with peace of mind, live with a joyful, purposeful, and happy life. Above all, may we live in the universal force and flow of love. Namaste.